What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to OK Shred. I'm your host, Matthias Carlson, and I got lots of stuff for you today, so stay tuned for this episode. All right, guys, I'm back. So, uh, one thing I'd just like to announce, I got some new audio equipment. I got a much better microphone for you guys to hear me, which is great. This is going to definitely help uh, the podcast a lot. I'm going to be able to talk to you guys more clear, just so that you can connect with what I'm saying a little bit better. So what are we talking about today? Well, last week I did the best brand of dirt bikes based off of wins in Supercross. And today I got something similar with skis. We have two competitions here. Uh, I'm going to go through wins in skis um, from X Games slope style. Uh, so that event in the X Games competition. And then also the, F- the Free Ride World Tour. There we go. I was just trying to r- recall the name. Free Ride World Tour, uh, that competi- competition. Now, there is no events other than skiing or snowboarding between, you know, the Free Ride World Tour. It's It's just skiing and it's just you doing what you're doing. Whereas X Games is a little bit different. They have lots of different events within this competition. So for the X Games, which we're going to be going through first, we're going to be talking about um, people who've won the slope style uh, event. And then for the Free Ride World Tour, it's just going to be the Free Ride World Tour. So for X Games in 2021 at Aspen, Colorado, um, a man named Nick Goper I think I'm saying that right. Guys, I'm going to be butchering a lot of these names. There is some European names in here. And instead of looking up how to pronounce their names properly, I'm just going to send it. All right. So Nick Goper here, he's American, but I'm still butchering his name. Uh, he was skiing on Vocal Skis. And that was 2021. 2020, we have Colby Stevenson skiing on K2, K2 Poachers. I own a pair myself. I really like them. That's it's not the point right now. I'll, I'll get into my opinion later. And then in 2019, we have Alex Hall skiing on some factions. In 2018, we have Henrik Harlow, I think is how you say it, riding on Armadas. Then we have 2017, <laughs> Oystein Bratton. Oystein Bratton. Not quite sure how to say that. Anyway, he's skiing on a pair of vocals as well. Then we have uh, Josie Wells skiing on Atomics. He competed in 2016. Then for 2015, 14, and 13, Nick Gober won, and he was skiing on vocals those years as well. So... It's 2012, I think we're on it, guys. I, I do. I keep I keep forgetting. But here, what did I say? 2012? Tom Welsh, I think is how you say his name. Um, he has developed and designed his own skis for line. So he's technically online, but he's also on his own skis. Similar to what um, uh, Chris Benchettler did with Atomic. He made his own uh, skis, <clears throat> and they're just called the Ben Chetlers. 
So yeah, he uh, Lion calls these the Tom Welsh Pro. So yeah, that's what Tom Welsh was riding on. In 2011, we have Sammy Carlson skiing on a pair of Armadas. And then in 2010, we have Bobby Brown skiing on Crossin skis. Never heard of those. So now I'm just going to go through the skis that were mentioned on this list and then tell you what I think of them because I realized my last episode, and even though I said, but it's a really objective way of looking at this. And so I'm going to try to give you my opinion. Now, I know a lot more about skis than I do dirt bikes because I'm, even though I've had dirt bikes before, I'm still very new to the sport. But I've been skiing on skis for a while. I've been researching skis for a while. Now, I haven't skied all these skis before but i can tell you what i've heard from people at the mountain who've used them and as well as friends who've used them i I talk to a lot of people when i'm skiing so i feel like i'm getting pretty um how do i say this reliable opinions so obviously vocal appears on this list quite a bit vocal appears on this list one two five times and everybody who skied on vocals has said they liked them they liked them a lot there's nothing really that they could complain about and nothing they could really praise it's just a really good solid ski is what i've heard now k2 mentioned on here once which you know kind of hits hard to me i have two pairs of k2 skis myself i have the K2 Reckoner 112s as well as K2 Poachers. I really like K2 skis. I like them a lot. They are a solid ski. Now, like what I said before, they don't do <clears throat> excuse me. They don't do anything better than any other ski, but I really like them. And I think that is how skis go a lot. Lots of stuff in skiing can be personal preference, but when you get down to the basics of what makes a good ski, there are lots of these brands that meet that requirement. So personally, I believe a Rocker Camber Rocker profile ski is the best profile of a ski. I can't I can't really explain that to you that well, but I, I would just suggest search up a diagram of Rocker Camber Rocker profile ski. This type of profile is I find is really good for all mountain kind of skiing, which is what I like to do, because the Rocker allows you to turn nice and easy but the camber allows you to you know still be able to bite and grab and be able to handle excuse me well which is really good so i assume all of these skis are rocker camber rocker and then faction faction appears on this list once it seems i think i I've met one person who skied faction skis. I ain't talked to them a lot, but again, pretty solid ski. He did say he felt like his tails were dragging a bit. However, I felt this on my K2s as, as well. That can just be how your bindings are mounted. But structurally, <laughs> they are sound. Same with K2s. I have no problem with my skis. Um, being weird, like for example, my friend 
he skis he has some black crows and his ski split now i don't know if you can blame the ski for that or if it's just we were skiing on icy conditions but i personally think a ski especially a park ski parks are not that soft all the time i think a a park ski should be able to withstand some harder snow. So I, I don't know if I can blame Black Crows for his ski splitting, but everyone I've talked to who has owned skis mentioned on this list, they have not had any structural problems like that unless they really deserved it. I knew one person, he was skiing with some atomics, and he landed on a bunch of rocks, and rightfully so, his skis cracked and all of that. So you can't just go and land on a bunch of rocks and expect your ski to be fine. That's with any brand. It doesn't matter if it's K2, Vocal, Faction, Armada, Atomic, Line, Black Crows, anything. That will happen if you land on rocks. But none of these skis on here have broken just from simply skiing on them. So yeah, up next we got Armada. Armada can be a lot of things because they have some pretty low-end skis. Where And when lots of people, when they first get into the sport, they buy Armadas just because their low-end skis are cheap and available. But I've seen and talked to people who have skied on their nicer skis. You know, I have heard that people say they wish for more out of them. I, I didn't really hear specifically what. They just said they could be better. So take that for what it is. This isn't my opinion. This is just what I've heard. I, I mean, I do form my opinions off of what I hear. But also, I've been skiing K2s pretty religiously for the past four-ish years. I, I have skied Solomons, and I really liked my Solomons. I would be very happy with a pair of Solomons right now myself. Solomon doesn't appear on any of these lists, however. Kind of interesting how that works out. But anyway. <clears throat> then Atomic. Now, Atomic has the Ben Chetler's, uh, Chris Ben Chetler's ski, and... I mean, that ski is world-renowned and is very famous. And I, I know people who have uh, the Ben Chetler, ben, uh, yeah, ben Chetler 120, so that's underfoot width. They say not only is it great in powder, but it also can carve really good on some of the harder snow. Now, obviously, if you're skiing on pure ice, um, a wide ski is not going to be good for that. But luckily, we're not on the East Coast. We're over here in the West Coast. So we actually have good snow. So we're only going to be expecting soft snow unless you're skiing on a mountain with low elevation. But we'll talk about that maybe sometime in a future episode. So yeah, Atomic. I, I mean, I know the Ben Chetler is a great ski. And if the Ben Chetler can be a great ski, because he just designed it, they built it. So if the Ben Chetler can be a great ski, I know they can make great skis. Line. Um, <clears throat> I've had two... Uh, pretty good friends ski online. Line skis, uh, they are great. Uh, the Line Chronic is a great park ski. I know that. Like, very famous park ski. Lots of people love it. And, I mean, again, structurally sound, but most skis usually don't break. So saying it's structurally sound isn't really, you know, fair. But yeah, Line, I I know are great skis. I've very trusted opinions of mine have said they're great skis, and people who far outskill me have said they're great skis. But also, I mean, these people are winning pro 
events on these skis, so I'm sure they can't be bad. And then Crossin. I've never heard of Crossin. I've never met someone who skis a Crossin, so I can't say anything. So based off of this list right now, we have Vocal is the best ski, but actually it's just Nick Gober who's the best skier. Well, and then Oystein Bratton was skiing on Vocals too. And I know Vocals are great skis. I At one time, I was going to get a pair of Vocals for myself, but I found my K2s for a better deal. So right now, it looks like Vocal is a great ski. So that, that was X Games Slope Style. That was that event. Now, Slope Style, that's uh, definitely more park-oriented park for sure. Not everybody skis park. You know, lots of people like to ski all mountain. Now, there is no event that's really competed in all mountain. But something that wasn't park, but wasn't bombing groomers and being races, was the Free Ride World Tour. This uh, event is world-renowned. It's a great event. Very cool to watch. They go all over the world in search of like the best snow. Often, well, actually, almost every year, Excuse me, they stop in BC and they go to Kicking Horse, which is near Golden. Uh, it's a, I don't know if it's the ski hill there, but it's close to the ski hill there. But yeah, they have legendary snow. They also go to Revelstoke, which also has legendary snow. So now we're just going to go through here. So in 2021, we have Christopher Turtle. I, th I think that's how you say it. he's Swedish. I, I don't know. Skiing on Corvus skis. And I've never actually heard of these skis before. And he won in Kicking Horse BC in 2021. Also in 2020, he won in Kicking Horse BC skiing on a pair of Corvus skis. In 2019, uh, Craig Murray won on Atomic skis. I don't know what skis they were, if they were or weren't the Ben Chetlers, but they were Atomic skis. Also winning Kicking Horse in 2018 was Logan Petoa, I believe you say it. He was skiing on a pair of Rosnell skis. Then in 2017 in Alaska, I couldn't find BC every single year. 2017 in Alaska, Loic Colum Paton. He's French and I'm not French, so... Of course, I butchered his name. He was skiing on a pair of Blizzard skis. Never heard of them either. Then, what year are we in? 2014, I think. 2014 or 15. Anyway, uh, Logan Patoa, again, on Rosignols. Then, Loic, again. Loic Colom Paton, or Pato, whatever. I don't know how to speak French. On Blizzards, again. <clears throat> Uh, he won again. Oh, except, uh, sorry, that last uh, thing I mentioned of Loic there, he won uh, in Switzerland. I think it's Switzerland, maybe France. I really, really have no clue, but Mont Blanc. Um, now, the only reason why I put that in there is because there was no event that took place in Canada that year, and Mont Blanc is in Steep, which is a game I play a lot. So, you know... From playing that game, I can, you know, say that this guy is good. So, yeah. And then in, what year is that? 2014, I think. Yeah. Loic again on Blizzards. Then 2013, we have Brew. No, oh, not Brew. See, I wrote a B and then 
I had to write over it as a D, and I knew I would get tricked, but I still wrote it like that. So we have Drew Tabeke. Ta Tabeck? Brew Drew Tabeck, I think. He's skiing on a pair of Eddie Bauer skis. Now, I don't know Eddie I didn't know Eddie Bauer made skis. I know them as people who make uh suitcases. <laughs> I, I think it's a different Eddie Bauer, but um yeah, didn't know they made skis. And then after that, this guy named Kyle Peterson won a bunch, but I could not find for the life of me what ski he was skiing on. So yeah, 2014 is where we're going to cut it off. So what does this mean? So basically, you know, Blizzard, <laughs> it appears on here lots. I've never heard of it. Never, 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 you know, seen anybody ski it. But one thing we should look for is crossovers. You know, what is crossing over between these two lists? Because if a company, because we're talking about the best brand here, if a company can make a well-rounded ski or multiple skis, not a well-rounded ski, but they can make skis for lots of different applications, then you can know they're a good brand because they they know what pros want across the board. So what are these two? Well, just one, Atomic. Atomic is seen on both lists here. Now, Rosignal on the free ride list is on here twice, and I, I know Rosignal. My dad has a pair. They're pretty good skis. They're pretty heavy. He's happy with his new K2s, but they were great skis. But yeah, so Atomic is on is across both lists. Now, I think seeing what brand can give pros what they want across the board, I think that shows what's the best brand. But if we're going purely just off of wins, then it would be Vocal and Blizzard. But I've never heard of Blizzard, and I've heard of Vocal. So would this be fair to say that Vocal is the best brand? I mean, when you look at it the way we are, yes. But now I'm going to give my two cents. This, this is what you're going to take home with you today. I'm, well, I'm going to give you two opinions here. Now, my personal bias is that K2 is the best brand. K2s are amazing. I love K2s. I love K2s a lot. But I think this is just me personally here thinking. Because Atomic was mentioned across the board here, and I know the Ben Chetlers to be such a legendary ski. I mean, if you go search up videos of Chris Ben Chetler, he's amazing. He's a phenomenal skier. <clears throat> and he he drives his design for his or he derives. Yeah, he derives his design for his ski from many places, not only skiing, but also surfing, which really helps the ski, you know, float on the snow. But I know the Ben Chetler is a, an amazing ski, and it's made by Atomic. And I've always wanted myself a pair of Ben Chetlers, even though I love K2 a lot. I've always wanted a pair of Ben Chetlers. So personally, I I think Atomic is the best brand. But also, I haven't 
seen them a lot. I've just seen the Ben Chetler everywhere. And it, again, this really depends on what you want. What you want to do. If you want to ski park, if you want to ski park a lot, personally, I would either say the K2 Poacher or the Line Chronic. Those two are very good park skis. And if you want to ski backcountry or all mountain, definitely say Ben Chetler 120s. Those, all those skis, all three of those skis, I know to be phenomenal skis. Incredible skis, these skis are. So it's really hard to say what the best brand is. And also it's hard because it's coming from me and I am no pro skier. Now here is the thing. I'm not bad at skiing either. And I've watched I've watched the Free Ride World Tour. I mean the park the park is the park. I can hit the jumps, no problem. But I've watched the Free Ride Free Ride World Tour. Now there is some stuff on there that I say, whoa, I might have to think about that for a while. For the most part, I do know that I could ski down what they're skiing. I could ski. Now what separates these guys from me is not only are they skiing, and I'm not saying it'd be easy. I would it would definitely be a challenge to ski what they're skiing for me. But these guys are doing flips, corks, rodeos, everything. You know, all these crazy spins as well as skiing this line. So I don't I don't think my opinion should be entirely irrelevant. Cause I am a decent skier, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm just trying to justify my opinion. So yeah, I I I could for the most part ski. I would say ninety five percent of what the free ride world tour is doing. So you know, take that for what it is, and also take my recommendation of the Atomics Lion Chronics and K two Poachers. Now, I still got a little bit of time left in this episode, so I'm going to take a quick break and get some more information on the Ben Chetler 120 skis, as well as the K2 Poacher. Now, the K2 Poacher's information is going to come just from what I know from skiing on them for four years, and then the, I'm going to find some information on the Line Chronic. So I'll be right back um, for you guys, all right? All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me back here. So anyway... Um, we're going to be going through the Ben Chetler 120, the K2 Poacher, and the Line Chronic. These are the three skis I recommend. I recommend the K2 Poacher and the Line Chronic for park skiing and the Ben Chetler 110. I, I think they make a 110 or it's just a 100. I don't know. I recommend the 110 or 100 for all mountain skiing, but I've also heard you can get by on the 120 for all mountain skiing. Just you have to be skiing at a place with some softer snow. But anyway, or but if you're going backcountry skiing, go Ben Chetler 120 for sure. Now, the ski is made pretty much the same across the board. It's just uh, the underfoot width. The wider the ski is, the easier it floats on top of snow. So if you're in really soft, powdery snow, you're going to want a wide ski so you can float on top. Now, the park doesn't usually get powdery snow, so there's nothing to float on top of and they need to be able to spin and wider skis don't move around as nice now you can still see people on the Ben Chetler 120 going absolutely nuts which is great so first we're going to talk about um, the technology in the Ben Chetler 120 so and I'm just on Atomic's website here 
So the carbon backbone, it says, it says it has an ultra lightweight carbon insert that runs the length of the ski, like a stabilizing backbone. So what's the point of this, you ask, besides being a stabilizing backbone? Carbon also gives a little extra spring to the ski. So not only does its wood core um, allow it to flex, but the carbon gives it some stability so you're not just skiing on a noodle and you can get some spring out of it which is really good and you can see all of these skis combine carbon with a wood core to get the same kind of function now the Ben Chetler 120 is not trying to be a park ski but people who ride the Ben Chetler 120 and who do tricks will ap appreciate this but also people who like to carve carve turns and they want to be able to spring in and out of the turn will appreciate this now their core, their wood core is made from poplar wood. All of these skis are made from different kinds of wood. So I don't know if there's a different kind of wood that's better. So yeah, basically what I what I said before, the the wood core allows it to flex but also be incredibly strong and lightweight. Now the Ben Chetler 120 is the lightest I believe of all these skis coming in at 1800 grams or 1.8 kilograms which is incredibly light so yeah that's that's all the that's all the stuff in the Ben Chetler so would you why would you get this you would get I mean there it depends where you're skiing. If you're skiing only in the park, definitely get what I recommended before. If you're skiing in really deep snow, I would definitely recommend this as a viable option. They're incredibly light, so it's really nice to ski on. And some people say, oh, I don't like a light ski because I want to be able to feel like I have something on my feet. You say that until you experience a truly light ski and you think, wow, just, man. I feel stable and yet I can move. It's incredible. So yeah, definitely Ben Chetler 120. Great, great ski. Now, this isn't a review per se, but it, I'm just telling you what's in it and why I recommend it. Now, the K2 Poacher. Now, the K2, K2 actually did something uh, pretty different. Oh, by the way, all of these skis, I believe... I'm just trying to look here for the line chronics. Uh, sorry. But I believe all of these skis are rocker camber rocker. Yes, all of these skis are rocker camber rocker. And may I say, all of these skis, I mean, the graphics on these skis for this year are incredible. I really want the Ben Chetler 120s. They look amazing. So, uh, K2 Poacher. Now, K2 has done something a little bit different, and I, I believe they did this on the Poachers that I had too, but they have they have two, uh, two wood woods in their core. They have a fur core, and they say it's energetic, tough, dense wood that absorbs impact. And then they have an aspen wood as well. It's lightweight, resilient, and a great all-around material. This is what they say. So the aspen is 
like the poplar wood in the bench handler. It's meant to be the light part, and the fir is meant to be like the carbon part of the bench handler, you know, to give it that spring and resilience. Now, they also have carbon in the ski as well, uh, which is important. It does give, they say it gives the added pop and rebound. Now, a park skier and someone who likes to carve turns, they're going to want carbon for different reasons. Park skiers, when they go off of a huge jump, they like to carve up the lip and they need that spring. They need that spring to, you know, boost them into their spin. Now, does this mean that this ski is super stiff? Mine, mine are. They, I find doing butters on them really, really hard. And just from having my K2 Reckoners in my hand, I haven't skied on them yet, so an episode about the K2 Reckoners will come in soon. But anyway, um, the K2 Reckoners are a lot softer than the K2 Poachers now. I still had a great time on the K2 Poachers. They were a great ski for me. Now, they weren't just a strict uh, park-only ski. I skied all mountain with them, and honestly, I was ready to go tackle snow, the legendary snow of Revel Snoke on them. Now, I do realize I do need a little bit of a wider ski for doing that, but they still were a great ski. They are a great all-around ski. You can find these ski If you can find these skis for cheap, they're like $600 U.S., Oh, no, $600 Canadian still. Yeah, that's one thing. You'll see uh, the Ben Chetler is the most expensive out of all of these, but it's definitely worth it. So here, hold on. The last thing we need to find here is the weight. The weight, the weight, the weight, the weight. Oh, you're not telling us. I, I do know the Ben Chetler is lighter Man, I cannot find the dang weight. Hmm. Interesting. They don't tell you the weight, which is rather peculiar. I'm in their, their, you know, specs section. And it, it does not, it does not seem to say. Uh, they are a 96 underfoot. So they're not incredibly wide, but it does allow them to be a great all mountain ski. And once you get to the little bit of deeper snow, you, you will struggle there, but it won't be struggling too hard. I, I, I love this ski. I, I could definitely recommend this ski. If you're planning to go all mountain, if you're not skiing in a place with tons of snow, I wouldn't recommend this ski at a place like Revelstoke or Whistler, I think gets lots of snow. But at a place that doesn't get a whole ton of snow, but still has, you know, a good amount of snow, could definitely recommend the K2 Poacher. And then the Line Chronic. Now, I've actually, have, I haven't skied the Ben Chetler or the Line Chronic, but I've heard from tr very trusted opinions that these are good. So, the Line Chronic has a maple core, maple macro block, wood core is what they say. Now, the, it weighs 1.905 kilograms, whereas the Ben Chetler weighed 1.8 kilograms. So, does 105 grams matter to you? I don't know. Maybe it does. 
Now they have something, all these brands, they, they word their thing about carbon very differently here. I'm just trying to find it here. It's on, on, on uh, lines website. Man, these guys don't make it easy, do they? Or maybe they just don't. I think, no, they have here that they have a thicker uh, base with their maple core to do the same stuff as carbon. So I was wrong before, my bad, that they'll have something to do with carbon. Only the Ben Chetler and the K2 Poacher do. But Line recognizes uh, that, <clears throat> excuse me, this provides value. So they added something that is just as good or even better. I don't know. But from what I've heard, great ski and could also be used as a excellent all-mountain ski. Now, they're underfoot width. Where is that at? It's 95. So it's a it's one millimeter smaller than the K2 Poachers. So again, you could use this at a place that gets a good amount of snow. But if you're skiing in powder a lot, Definitely don't go for this. Now, both the K2 Poacher and the Line Chronic, if you're a park guy, park rat, definitely go for one of these two skis. K, K2 has... K2 is a common sight, they say, uh, to see atop the X Games podium, which is true. I, I've watched the events. They do show up there a lot. I only uh, did the slope style contest, but... The knuckle huck, big air, pipe, super pipe, I guess they call it. They show up there a lot too. It would just been way too much to go through in this episode. And I feel m most people go for slope stylish kind of stuff or this kind of big mountain that the free ride world tour does. Now, I know not everybody is skiing this, uh, you know, the insane and legendary lines of the free ride world tour however it, it gets pretty close to skiing all mountain at a nice resort so yeah that's that's basically what i got guys I th at the end of the day i don't think you can really name name a name but if i had to i honestly would say atomic just because it was able to show up on on podiums between two completely different events and also the Ben Chatler 120 is a very good ski. I will be reviewing the K2 Reckoner once I ski on them after the season. So I, I'm really excited to ski on that. Guys, the ski hill opens up. Let's see here. It's the 10th. It opens up in 15 days, guys. So I am so stoked for that. I'll have a ride review after I ride that weekend. Uh, you know, just saying, saying how I felt you know, what's going on and how I feel about this season and everything. So guys, I'm going to, now that it's getting closer to ski season, I'm going to keep the podcast more geared to ski kind of content. So if you love my ski content, please stay tuned for that. And I will catch you guys next week. God bless.